Welcome to the Creating Us podcast, hosted by the Office of Leader and Culture Development. I'm Jason, and I'm excited to be with you as we continue our journey through the simple truths of leadership. All right. Well, happy Monday, everybody. And hopefully you're listening to this on a Monday. But regardless of the day of the week, happy day to you. As you heard on the intro, it's just me today. Shelby is out. And so I want to ensure that our streak of on-time podcast remains intact. And so I'm go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and dive into our simple truth for this week. Now, this is a big one because it really, I believe, it really challenges many assumptions that new leaders will make. And, and I would even offer that even experienced leaders will make. Our truth today is there's nothing so unequal as the equal treatment of unequals. So I'm going to say that one again. There's nothing so unequal as the equal treatment of unequals. Now, here's where this makes sense to me. As a new leader, and you know, especially if you're a first-time leader or even brand new with a team, we tend to want stability. We want to create an environment where equality is there, where we want to make sure that we are balanced in everything that we do. And very often we'll hear statements that Connolly and Blanchard give us such as this, I'm being fair because I'm treating everyone blank. Now, how would you answer that? I'm being fair because I'm treating everyone And generally, what we hear is the same. Now, I think the intent is there. I think the intent is pure. It's right. Because we do. We want to ensure that we're creating a respectful, a safe environment where individuals have the opportunity to be themselves. But it's that statement right there which really invalidates what it is I just said. I can't be balanced and fair and equitable if I treat everyone the same. Because we're not all the same. And I want you to think about the people that you work with. How many of them are exactly the same? My hope is that your answer is going to be, well, none. Of course not. And therefore, what that does is it creates this environment where we have to ensure that we are intentional. And this is where I'm taking it. We have to be sure that we're intentional with the relationships that we have. Because if we don't, that creates the opening for us to treat everyone the same. And when we treat everyone the same, we're not taking into consideration the realities that each and every one of us have. It could be kids, it could be health issues, it could be parents and family. It could be a wide variety of things. But what we've seen time and time again is that if we remove those elements, those realities, and say, nope, our standards are the same, everyone's going to be the same, everything happens the exact same, we very quickly run into, but what about this? Or what about that? We very quickly run into challenges that cause us to question it. Now, I'm not saying if we have a team of 20, 30 people, we have 20, 30 different ways. I want to, in fact, go back to page 36 in our book, which is Simple Truth Number 12, where we create autonomy through boundaries. So how does this come to life? Let's merge Simple Truth 12 with this one. As we lead and as we develop relationships with others, as leaders, we have to understand the professional elements, the structural elements that are out there. 
we are tasked with showing up within a certain specified time throughout a 24-hour period. We are assigned to complete certain tasks, and therefore, we are assigned to accomplish set goals. That is the most neutral way that I can put it. But here's the thing. Those are our boundaries. Those are the task-oriented things that we are expected to do. Now, our boundaries continue when we look at state law, statutes, um, operating policies, rules, uh, ethical guidelines, you fill in the blank. But what I'm getting at is the structure is there before we even look at the person. I want to say that again. The structure will be there for you as a leader before you even look at the people. And what we can do with that structure is say, okay, we need to accomplish B and we're starting at A. Now, how you get to B, in reality, it doesn't matter unless policy, procedure, law, ethical guidelines, whatever it is, they dictate a certain path. But regardless of that, there is room for autonomy. And in that autonomy as leaders, that gives us the opportunity to ensure that we're not treating everyone the same. Now, we can treat everyone the same with the way that work is done. But when it comes to the realities of life, we have to be open. One of the most unfair things that a leader can do is give everyone the same broad brush treatment, according to Randy Conley. The most leaders default to treating everyone the same because it's expedient. It's the path of least resistance, right? You don't have to worry about being accused of playing favorites. But in reality, it's a leadership cop-out. I'm sure if you just want to have a task-oriented team, a task-oriented organization where relationships are not valued, fine, treat everyone the same. But here's the reality. You're, you're going to be lacking in a number of things. You see, you have to make that decision. Do I want to be task-oriented or do I want to be relationship-oriented? And if I'm task-oriented, then what I'm saying is you're going to show up at a specific time. You're going to accomplish these items. And when, you, when you've accomplished them, then you can go home for the day, whatever it may be. And every month or every other week, we're going to pay you for doing those tasks. It's pretty basic. It's pretty limited, right? There's not connection. There's not engagement. There's not growth. But if we focus on the relationship side of it, then what we're saying is, again, I'm going to bring simple truth number 12 into it. We're going to create our boundaries. But then within those boundaries, we're going to allow each and every one of you to thrive. We're going to allow each and every one of you to bring your unique perspectives, your unique values into the work that we're doing. Because again, according to Connolly, high trust leaders understand the need to treat people equitably and ethically given each person's situation. We know that leadership is not a one size fits all. And here's an example that I've used before. We have to understand and remember that leadership, like anything else, is going to ebb and flow. We're going to have moments where an employee is going to need more support, more guidance, more help, maybe a little bit more understanding and patience. And then there's going to be other times where not so much. Every single employee is going to go through this. I don't care if you have kids. I don't care if you have all this other stuff. It's going to happen. So as a leader, how willing are you going to be to create a space where we can treat each of our team members equitably 
and ethically given their situation. You know, so much in life is out of our control. We don't have the ability to control health situations. We don't have the ability to control pretty much anything, right? We just have to go along for the ride. And I think as leaders, we have to understand and expect that. In a group that I lead outside of work, in our our leadership development, we were talking about the role of barriers. And a point that I had made and, and come to is that when we're looking at change, that if we are surprised by a barrier, then we're doing it wrong. Meaning that we have to expect that there are going to be challenges and that there are going to be barriers. Things are going to happen. They always do. I mean, we've seen this pattern before. We've seen it. And so as leaders, we have to be able to expect that there may be a day where a team member calls out sick. Okay, that's why you have sick leave. There may be a day where an employee has a family matter that they need to attend to, or maybe they have a personal health issue. Okay, well, that's why we have FMLA. That's why we have leave balances. That's why we have all this. Sure, my day-to-day processes might be disrupted, but if we've created an environment where individuals are empowered to connect and work with each other, we're going to survive. We're going to move forward. Just may take a little bit longer. But again, if we're willing to have that understanding, think of all the great things that could come of that. Now, how do we do this? How do we make this common practice? And I'm going to go back to what Connolly and Blanchard give us. And here are a few things that you can do to ensure that you're being fair, but yet build trust with your team members. First and foremost, be transparent. Share information liberally and frequently. Now, I want to throw a caveat in here. There are certain HR-related things that are not the, it's none of the business of other people, right? As a leader, we're going to be tasked with that. However, there's nothing against being able to say, you know, listen, I'm aware of what's going on and I'm working with them. um, So let's focus on today. Nothing wrong with saying that is, yes, I'm aware. I'm working with them on it. Everything's good. Let's move forward. What support do we need to accomplish that? Secondly, increase involvement in decision-making. People who are involved in forming a decision have more ownership in implementing it. So let's just say you've got an employee who needs to step away for a family matter. Maybe they're going to be out in the morning hours. Say, okay, well, hey, listen, I want to give you the time to be able to do that, but we have to ensure organizationally that we accomplish these tasks. How should we do that? Give them the autonomy, empower them. Remember, we're working with adults here. Give them the ability to take ownership of that. Number three is play by the rules. Hold yourself and others accountable. Listen, we're all going to make mistakes. There's all going to be t- there's always going to be times where we need to step in and support and help each other. But be willing to hold yourself accountable and hold others. And the last one is don't play favorites. No one likes a teacher's pet. So don't create one. Reality is this. We're all different. We all have our strengths. We all have our areas of development. We're all learning. We're growing. Be willing as a leader to give people space for that. I understand there are pressures. I understand there are deadlines. But the bottom line is it's people who get those things done. And when we have people who are sidetracked or have other elements, we have to remember, listen, we're human. 
And we have to take care of our people if we truly want to see success in the outcomes that we're striving for. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this Creating Us podcast. If you have any comments or questions, please let me know at jason.weber at ttu.edu. Until next time, take care.